What's up, guys? We are back today, FBU podcast. We got the three things gym owners must do every 90 days. So if you're a gym owner, we help you to get more clients, make more money, and have more freedom. It's your host, Anthony Bevilacqua, alongside my co-host, who's wearing an Amped Fitness shirt, it looks like, underneath that. Not an AB Fitness one, which the is week, the week, The week before CEO Mastermind, I wear the shirts of all the guys in the Mastermind. <laughs> So well, that's is, Vince Gabriel, guys. This is my my Thursday shirt. Yeah, I, I always make. I, I tell TJ all the time. I very rarely do I give him compliments, but I think that his branding is really. Top yeah, he notch. does a good job. Yeah, I like I the really colors too. I really think that his he should have done a talk at the last mastermind about branding. I really think that's what his talk shouldn't have been. Should have been. Right. Instead, he did his uh, 4,000 day in, you know, onboarding process. <laughs> exactly. That's TJ. <laughs> yeah, TJ. <laughs> the 4,000 taught over 17 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's TJ. For you. But yeah, it. we got a jam packed episode today, man. I'm super excited about this because um, I think a lot of the things that we're going to cover here today, we cover in the CEO group pretty intensely which is your top level. I, I can't get this shit out of my mind. We got to talk about it. it, it <laughs> so I, I you're got, going like, down that road, man. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't like, <sighs> we're going so, down that road. You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna, totally. You're yeah. It? All right, let's absolutely. do it. Let's do it. No, we just got to like talk. I mean, here's the deal. It's so I, I, I saw a, a post on social media just before I'm like, I right before I got on. And, and again, I'm, rarely on social. The only reason why I have, and I'll tell you what, the number one productivity strategy is take your email off your phone. That's the number one productivity strategy that you could ever do is take your email off your phone. But I can't take Facebook off my phone because I have, uh, I, that's how we communicate in the mastermind. Right. So there's all kinds of posts going on all day long. I like to see the, I, honestly, and personally, I don't really, I used to, when we started the mastermind, I used to answer every question, like every question that would be on the Facebook page, I would answer every question. And now I don't answer any of them. I literally go in, I look at the question and all of a sudden I see 15 people that answered the question and it's like, oh shit, that's like really close to what I would say. It's all like, I don't even answer. Like, it's like, I, I got fired. It's like, it's great. Um, so that's why I still have Facebook. I'm up. So I was on like Facebook screwing around, stupid, wasting time before I was, I was, while I was waiting for you. Waiting for me. I texted you like on, five minutes earlier. Come on the podcast. <laughs> and, um, this guy. and I see a post and, and the post is about how certain vegetables and certain foods like healthy foods are toxic and why this person doesn't eat spinach. And like, and I'm just like, I, 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 I wanted to just go ape shit because it's like 99.9% of the people in the planet need to eat more vegetables and to eat more fruit and less crap and less sugar. And, and it's just like, I feel like everyone's trying to like be this like contrarian and, and, and get out there and, and, and say, you know, stand out, but it, 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 in a, in an effort to stand out, I think you just confuse the shit out of more people. And it's just, I don't know. It's just like, it just bothered me 
that people are kind of going down the road of confuse, like how much more can we confuse people, right? By saying that vegetables are bad for you and you're going to die if you eat vegetables. And it's just like, come on. Well, people are just trying to look for ways to stand out from the crowd, man. You know, it's funny because I've been doing some really like some in-depth research on YouTube because, you know, I think YouTube's a really good platform to try to like, you know, build a following on and whatever. So I've done some really, really a lot of research on it. And fun fact, man, most of the keywords for fitness are ranked lower than some of the hot, the most influential people in fitness. So it's very hard to make a name for yourself in fitness because the people who are the influencers rank higher than the keywords. It's ridiculous. So it's yeah. almost like in the, in the, the gym business space, if I was trying to type, if I was trying to like rank for the keyword, you know, grow your personal training business, that would be lower than if I tried to rank for Vince Gabriel. So now the strategy on YouTube, what everybody does is everybody bashes everybody. Right. So if you go right. out and look at that, that's what people do. It's in, the fitness industry sometimes is a real joke, man. It really my, is. My favorite, one of my favorite quotes is complexity is the enemy of execution. And if your goal is to help people, and help people get healthy and eat well and exercise regularly. You confusing the shit out of people by telling them they can't eat a healthy food is just making this worse. And I, I just, I get every once in a while I get, I'm usually a pretty laid back. Okay. Calm guy. But every once in a while I see something that just drives me nuts. And I'm just like, all right. And I, and I'm like ready to type a comment. It's like, okay, the only winning strategy left is a 24 hour lifetime fast. That's all you get. Oh, you can have salt though. You can have salt. You can have salt in your water and water and salt. And that's what you have to live on the rest of your life. Do not eat spinach at all. Do not eat any broccoli. And especially do not eat carrots because they're high in the glycemic index. Come on. All right, Karen, are you ready to get going here? Oh, what is that? Oh, <laughs> are you ready to get going? What is this, uh, Karen? You know, you know I've, I've heard means? about this. It no, basically I, means like someone calling out somebody else for like like the Karen. They, I don't know. I don't really know what exactly I, I did. I have heard something. My wife yeah. is a, a follower of uh, of Rachel Hollis, and I think she just got crushed um, by of something. But she was telling me about it. It's interesting. It's interesting. But I'm I'm ready for the real podcast right, after yeah, my let, little let's rant. Get rolling. I don't think yeah. everybody. I know uh, you got another console at five o'clock, so you got to like get off the phone really quickly. You I do, do and this I, and podcast I had one before. Yeah, and, I'm not and, kidding. I and you got to go more. sell. You got to go sell more shit. It's great. I love it. Yeah, yeah, man, it's good. I'm actually in a good place right now, so I'm hiring on another full time guy. So now I have a lot of help. I love it. And I'm I am at the point again where I could fully remove myself yeah. from the business again, which is very very nice coming. Very very nice coming. I'm so happy to hear that. I'm proud of you. You've done it. You're a very very good gym owner. Well, which is why you're on this podcast, I guess. Yeah. So I'm super go. excited about the CEO meeting that we have coming up because I'm excited to oh. talk about that and map that out because I think yeah. that that's going to be cool. And that's you what know. I wanted to talk about today um, be just because we got CEO meeting coming up and we do a lot of high-level discussions in CEO. Um, but also, we also uh, at GFP, we do our off-site meetings as a team every quarter and we have ours coming up on Monday. And so that's kind of like fresh in my mind. So um, I always kind of come up with the agenda of what we're going to do in the meeting. And I'm starting to kind of think about this and I'm like, okay, this is, even if someone doesn't have like a big team, even if you have like a small team, you really should sit down every 90 days or every 120 days 
and be doing these things. So I, I, I kind of, that's why I texted you. I wanted to do this uh, about the podcast because I really do. Everyone needs um, to kind of like a, get a reset. There, there's like um, uh, EOS calls something, uh, they call it like a 90 day world where like every 90 days, all of a sudden you start to kind of like, you know, shift gears and things start to tweak. And like usually think, things work in 90 to 120 day you know, blocks. So that's why it's good to do these kinds of um, meetings or thinking, um, you know, on a, on a regular pulse because you almost get stale. That's why, that's why uh, there's a great book called um, uh, what's it called? The 12 week year. It's a really good book. Yeah, that is a good book. Actually. I read that. And, it's, a really they, it's a really good book. And they, and they, they talked about that. It's like, no, don't set annual goals. Don't like set a year goal, set four sets of 90 day goals. And I, I thought it was a really, it was a very, very well done um, book. So this is what we do every 90 to 120 days with GFP and the mastermind. And there's really, I kind of broke it down to three things. There is more that we do, but I wanted to not confuse you, like tell you spinach is bad for you and shit like that. So, um, so this <laughs> is, yeah. Um, so, so. All right, let's move on. Let's I'm move only on saying to... this because I eat so much spinach, and I'm like, I guess I'm going to die. I'm going to have a heart attack tomorrow because I ate a lot of spinach. You know, we were actually making fun of you the other day because you you do like the fasting stuff and all this this sometimes some crazy stuff. So we were actually talking. We're like, yeah, you you don't know. Vince is ripped under there, under his. Uh. <laughs> what do you mean no? Nah. So we were we got into a discussion about like Vince is definitely ripped. All that fasting and all this other stuff that he does, he's definitely peeled. Vince is not ripped. <laughs> Vince is not ripped. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, uh, you, dude, you, you should have just went with him. Be like, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm totally peeled. That's, I'm not peeled. I've never heard the word peeled before, but I'm certainly not peeled. The only thing I peel is potatoes. All right. So no, that's uh, not the way you showed me how to eat a baked potato, man. That's right. I did show you. I, I eat baked potatoes like apples. Yeah, and it's actually really good, guys. So, and we are, um, and we are going back to uh, Trap Rock, which is uh, like sick. We I take the CEO mastermind out to like a sick dinner, um, and we're going back to Trap Rock. It's my favorite restaurant. It's so good. Dude, we are totally off track today. So let's get rolling. Let's. Everyone's like, "What's going on? What's Trap Rock? What is this? What's that?" So let's get rolling. So three things gym owners must do every ninety days. And it's funny. I actually want to talk about this really quick before we get into it. So. The trainer that I just, I'm hiring as a full-time guy coming on, he comes from uh, the gym that I used to work at. So I was able to steal him. He's actually one of my clients from way back in the day. He lost 80 pounds with me and uh, he went on and he really loved fitness and became a really, really high level coach. So I'm super excited to have him on uh, and take him on. But the business that he works for is a mess, mm. like mess. Like they have no idea how to completely run a business. And I could say that because I worked there. But it just goes to show that if even listening to something like the podcast that we're going to go on, right, like we're talking about right now, just implementing these things every 90 days can make your business so much more clear, concise and make everything just run so much smoother. And one of the other things you said earlier, but you were you were ranting about broccoli, but you said, you know, complexity is the enemy of execution. Yes. And when businesses are just too much all over the place. Everyone's confused. The staff, the the management, everybody's confused. So yeah. I think that these 
things that every gym owner should do every 90 days is going to set you up for a simple yet profitable business, which will in turn give you what we talked about earlier. You'll be able to get more clients, you'll make more money and you'll have more freedom. All right. So let's roll. So what's the first one then? So, so, so the first one is reviewing um, your mission, vision, and values. And those are three very different things that I'll, that I'll unpack. Now I will say this is, um, you know, as I meet with you guys next week in the CEO mastermind, um, a lot of the guys in that group are, are moving towards a very, very high level where they're almost not really doing much in their business, meaning they're not even doing sales much anymore. They are probably still owning the marketing, but they're not training clients. They probably have an operations person. So they're really delegating a lot of stuff, but there's a small handful of things that a CEO of a company you will never, ever be able to delegate. And one of them is the vision. And if you look at any, if you Google role of a CEO, right? What is the role or even business owner, right? And if you, if you look at that, um, um, if you look, look that up, there will be, there, there will be, there will be a lot of common answers, right? There'll be, you know, but one of them that will be probably on every list is you need to come up with where the business is going. What is the future? And that is what vision is. A lot of people sometimes get confused, vision and mission. Um, vision is um, where the company is going. And um, there was an exercise taught to me probably five, six years ago by a guy named Ari Weinsberg, who's one of my business mentors. And he owns um, an $80 million food business called Zingerman's Deli. Um, 100% look it up. It's amazing. It's one of those amazing places in the world. It's like Disneyland for the restaurant business. But um, he taught me an exercise called visioning, where you actually write a story of where your business is going to be in the future. And basically, you write it in the present tense. So if you were to sit down and write a vision for your company, you would, you would sit down today and you would write it for, let's say, 2025. And you'd be like, all right, today's April 7th, 2025. And I'm sitting on my front porch, having a cup of coffee while my company is killing it, whatever, whatever you want to write. But it's essentially you have this clear picture of the future. And that's one of the most important things that you need to communicate um, to your team and to the people is like, hey, where are we going? Because a lot of times if you don't communicate that, then it's just like, all right, we're showing up, we're doing work, but what's this all for? And when you can actually um, communicate a destination, everyone's going to work better together. When the team knows that there's a future, when the team knows that they're working, even if they're not like, you know, even if they're, well, there's, there's a great story um, about uh, JFK, he was walking around the NASA facility like years ago, and he's walking around, and the guy uh, he go, go comes across a janitor, right? And he's like, he, JFK asks the guy what he's doing, and the janitor responds with, "We're putting a man on the moon," and 
that like goes to show you how the culture of NASA was everyone had their hand in the role of putting someone on the moon, regardless of what they did. So that janitor had nothing to do with getting someone on the moon, but he felt like he did in terms of his job to, to help with that was to sweep the floors and keep the place clean. So they felt like they, so, so it's not so much about, the monetary, um, you know, returns, and obviously that should be included in the vision. Um, but, it, but it's really about, you know, wh- what's the overarching theme of where we're going. And um, so that's the first one. So it, it, every 90 days you want to review this because a lot of times you can um, write these things and then bury them in to a desk and write them on a piece of paper, but never see them again. And so that's why it's good to have this pulse where you continually are going to be reviewing where you're going. So that's the first one is, is one coming up with the vision, right? Um, which if you want to exercise Google visioning uh, by Zingerman's, and then that should help you. Um, the next one is your mission, or I, I really don't even call it uh, a mission anymore. I call it like a, a, a cause or a passion. Um, and, and this is essentially why you do what you do. And this is really simple, right? This is just reinforcing, um, you know, the R's at GFP is we transform lives. Like that's just what we're trying to do, but it's important for people to be reminded of that stuff. And the last one is your core values. Now, hopefully these you're using um, regularly. And, and I believe that if you're not making core values, part of your business, they're not worth the piece of paper that they're on. And so, but where, do, where do you start? Where you start with reviewing them at your, quarterly meetings or your 90 day, you know, sit downs or your offsites or whatever. So it, those are the kind of the three things. That's like the first part is reviewing the vision, the mission and, and values. Almost like think of it like this is, you know, the little bit of a, of a framework um, for your business. So that's, that's the, that's the first one that, that you should be doing every 90 days. Yeah, I want to go back to something you also said too. And I, I forget the saying, so you're going to have to finish it for me because I've heard you say it before, but I hear so many people say it. So they were talking about like employees and compensation and they were saying how like um, employees would do more um, for like the vision. Do you know what I'm saying? I forget the exact quote. I'm going to butcher it. So like they'll do more for um, status and like recognition and moving in the right direction than they would actually for the actual compensation of it. Yes. Yes. Uh, And I do think there's a caveat to that. Right. I do think there's a caveat. The the point uh, Anthony's making is um, money is not the main motivator uh, for employee productivity. Right. Right. Uh, There's a lot of them. There's a bunch of lists and there's a a bunch of different resources that talk about one of them. Uh, they talk about all of the different motivators that people have. People really want to be part of a team. People want to feel like they're growing as a person. Um, so those are all valuable. Um, but the caveat to that, and then it's like, it, it says that money is fifth or money is 10th. The caveat to that, and this is, I think people don't understand this. The caveat to that is um, 
only if people are making enough money. Right. Right. Only if people like, so if you have a guy, it costs him $30,000 to live and you're paying him 25. There's not enough personal development in the world to make that guy satisfied. So there is the cat. The caveat to that is people need to be compensated one fairly. They have to be compensated fairly, but they also have to be compensated in a way that supports their life. And that's one of the main questions that I ask in an interview. I tell them, hey, this is the, um, the budget we have for this range, uh, this budget we have for this salary. Does this fit within your personal budget? And I ask that question on every interview. And I ask it early because I don't want to go down the road if all of a sudden, yeah, I love the job. Oh, yeah, I love the culture. I really want to work at Gabriel Fitness. Um, but I got to put two kids through college and you can only pay me 30 grand a year and I need to make 70. Uh, that ain't working. So that, that is important. And I, I do believe it's, you need to compensate people fairly. People need to be able to support themselves. Um, and then after that, then you keep on all the other stuff. Right. But I do believe that that money needs to be taken care of essentially. That's gold, man. If anybody didn't write that one down, that was gold right there. All right, we could close this podcast. That was it. All right, guys, catch you next time. That was a good one, man. That was a really, really good one. And I think that that was uh, very, very important. But my point in saying that was, I think if you also, you know, relay that vision that you write to the team, I think that also brings them together. And like you said, it also gives them something to work toward going forward. Whereas, you know, especially I think with trainers too, uh, they get very stale, you know, like you're in there training everything every day. It's the same thing over and over. Yeah. You know, they need to look forward to something. No, it, it, it's a, you know, there's a, there's a life, a shelf life of trainers in terms of, you know, how many hours can they work? Cause there's, they give a lot, you know, I mean, I've done it. You've done it where you're banging 40, 50 hours a week, man. That's it's draining. It's draining. That, that is why I believe that so many gym owners burn out because when they open a gym, here's what happens, AB. They open the gym. They continue to train the same schedule as they did when they were a trainer. And then they add the stress of owning a business on top of that. And one having to learn the stuff they need to learn, like marketing and sales that they've never learned before, to how do you deal with employees, to how do you deal with landlords? And you know, now you have financial stress because right. So and I believe that that is where burnout comes when they couple that grind that we felt as personal trainers with the stress of owning a business. And, and the progression must be, you have to slowly work yourself out of that personal trainer role. And if you don't, you know, you're kind of screwed. Mm -hmm. you, if you don't, like you're kind of screwed. If you're going to still do 50 sessions a week and run a business, um, you're not going to have a life. And, you know, that's, that's one of the reasons why we do what we do, you know, here at FBU is that we you know, try to help personal trainers that didn't really know much about business when they started to become better at business people. So you can have a better life and have more freedom. That's the whole point of what, why we're on this podcast, the whole point of why I write books, whole point of why I have a mastermind 
is to be able to educate trainers turn business owners because that's what we are that's what i am maybe that's what you are right we're all homegrown here we're all homegrown and i just i know the pain and so that's why we do what we do but um well so like even for me too tangent. i mean i'm you know you never you never know when you're gonna have to step up you know i had a key trainer leave during covid so i had to step back up and i'm working a lot more now than i've been in the past but sometimes you got to roll up your sleeves and do what you got to do, you know? So I actually had to apologize to my wife the other day because I, I've just been grinding like crazy and I have to, but it's going to pay off now because now I got another guy. He's going to take over all. I'm basically going to be removed within the next two, three weeks completely. So it's awesome. You know, it's, yeah, it's I just do believe the idea of balance is kind of like a very Pollyannish thing. I think that, you know, you know, you obviously can get there, but it's almost like there's seasons where you're just going to grind, Yep. you know, and then there's seasons where you got like a lot of time. Like, I'm like, I can't wait for this podcast to be over so I can go and go to soccer practice with my kid. It's yeah. like, I'm in a great season right now where I have a lot of freedom and a lot of time and um, it's great. But then there's like a year ago, I was like working, you know, 18 hours a day, you know, during COVID, you know what I'm saying? So it, it, it balances out, but we're going on tangents but they're good tangents today yeah well they're all for a purpose yeah. all right so the second thing every gym owner must do every 90 days set goals yeah and, and i and i said set goals but um we call them rocks and i'm a product of the uh, eos the entrepreneur operating system uh and in the book traction i'm a um a, a loyal student of theirs um and actually my my advisor that that um, has run these meetings with me for the last five, six years is now the head of that whole company, Mark O'Donnell, who's been a huge mentor of mine. But they, we, we call them rocks. And basically rocks are your, what are your 90 day, 120 day priorities? Meaning, and, and the way you think about this is if we only accomplish these things, and nothing else, then we would be successful. And the, that's the problem. It answers the question. I'll never forget this. Um, you know, before I had Mark, I had another guy who's uh, uh, from uh, an advisor from the table group, Patrick Lencioni's company. And I was like hemming and hawing about what we were going to do um, and how many goals we were going to set. And he, he, I'll never forget this this is, was a, was a pivotal moment in my career as a business owner. And he looked me dead in the eyes and he said, Vince, and you know, like you ever want to stop someone in their tracks, just like say their first name and pause. Right. So <laughs> like, I don't know if I did this with you when we talked about this last week, when I kind of slapped you upside the head a little bit, I don't remember if I, I did do did this, me, no. right. But, but I will do this with my staff and I will say, Anthony and then pause. Right. So he said, Vince pause. And this is what he said. When everything is important, nothing is the truth. And it was just like, it was like, it just stopped me dead in my tracks. And I just like, okay, we can't do it all. We can't focus on everything. So these rocks are the things that you sit down and you basically say, all right, what are the most important 
goals we need to set? What are the most important goals we need to accomplish um, in the next 90 days? And EOS narrows it down to um, a business usually should set about three to seven, right? About three to seven is like the most a business can handle. Um, and I'm not going to get into like personal stuff and all, all that other stuff. It's really for the business goals. So are you sharing that with your team typically? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And actually, you're, you're setting them with the team, right? So these are, these are we take them through the process where we're setting the goals as a team and you know we have a whole you know system that we use to get them but but the reality is it's not as important um is you gotta kind of sit down and think about and answer the question what's most important right now right because if you don't have that question answered then everything is important and then you're focusing on everything and that's where you lack focus Mm -hmm. right so so this these goals these rocks help businesses be focused which is one of the most important things. Seth Godin said this to me. I, I'm funny. I'm like, I, think, I think my brain is working well because I'm remembering so much stuff. Like there's like stuff like coming into my brain randomly. It must um, be from all the poisonous broccoli you ate today. I, you know, I will say little sidebar. I've been sleeping better. Guess what I bought? <laughs> you guys are going to laugh at me. So I bought something called the chili pad. And the chili pad is this pad you put on your bed. And it's like a refrigerator, like you refrigerate your body while you sleep. It's amazing. That's and I've been cool. like, yeah, no. So I have this aura ring and the aura ring measures my sleep. And so I, since I've gotten the chili pad, my level of deep sleep and REM sleep has increased. It's really cool. So I don't know. I think it's helping. Do you sweat I'm still not ripped. Do you su- I'm, <laughs> I'm still not ripped. Do you sweat a lot at night? It, it is a little. It is a little weird that you guys are talking about me and at, and wondering about what my body looks like under my clothes. That well, actually, is a little scary actually, to me. The, the thing is, yeah. we, were, we were making fun of your nutrition ways. That's what we were making fun of, right. and, then, and then it had come up. Uh, well, Vince is probably ripped. And I said, there's well, no that, that, that is, that is nice to know that if I wear clothes, I possibly could be ripped. <laughs> right. So it's not like, there's no way it's just like, well, I don't know. They're not sure. And so well, yeah. that's why I told you, you should have went with it, man. That was yeah. your opening right there. Yeah. That I'm, I'm completely fine with anyone wondering if I'm not ripped or whatever. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, these 90 days and, and they need to be, you remember the smart acronym, uh, yeah, for goals, follow it. Yeah. So, so I'm not going to go over it today, but they need to be measurable. They need to be, you know, you got to be able to do it within 90 days. Uh, the time one is like, you got to, you know, do it by that time. And you got, you know, this, everyone listening to this knows the smart acronym. If you don't Google it and, you know, Google smart goals and, you know, like you learn that in high school. So, um, but that, that, that that's, the, that's the second, that's the second one. Um, is, is you're going to sit down every 90 to 120 days and you're going to set these goals um, uh, of what, what, what's most important right now. That's kind of the big question you want to ask um, and, then, and, the, and then move on from there. That's the, that's the second one, A.B. All right, let's move on to the third one. Solve problems. Well, that's kind of a given. I feel like you're always doing that, but I think what you mean is solving the big problems that yeah. are, I think it's more system problems is what you're trying to say, right? Well, I mean, here's the thing. It's like when you take a full day and again, when I'm, when I'm saying you should do this every 90 days, I'm really, really encouraging business owners to, to block a full day where this is like the only thing you do. 
And I think one of the, 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 the hard things is people try to solve problems and they, they train a session from 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock. And then they got a 12 o'clock, you know, uh, call. And then between 11 and 12, they're going to solve the biggest business problems. And it's just like, sometimes it takes a little more than that, a little more thinking and a little bit more planning. Um, so, so I think that blocking the day and having a structure, and I'm kind of giving you guys a little bit of a framework uh, for this. This is certainly not everything that, that we do uh, when we do, when we facilitate like an offsite, but this is kind of giving you a framework. Like if like you're, you know, you're a gym owner and you got like one or two employees and you're going to be doing most of this on your own. You know, you can, you can, you can do this by yourself. It's much easier with a team and much better, more effective with a team. Um, But, but the third part is solving problems. And this is where you can actually look at and say, um, what are the, uh, a great kind of lead in to uh, what problems you have is, is asking yourself this question. Um, what are the top brutal facts about your business? Right. So, so, so think of that line and that's a, that's a Jim Collins line, but man, this shit is coming to me. This is good. Um, So, but think about brutal facts, not what you feel. Well, I feel that we got this problem. I feel like we got a marketing problem or I feel like this person is not really like, no, no. Like you have to really get it down to what is true that you can prove and say that this is true. Okay. So uh, uh, let's just say you have an issue and you have trainers that are showing up late on a regular basis. That is a brutal fact about your business. It is a fact because if the session starts at 12 and they arrive at, and they arrive at 12.05, that is a fact that they're late. And if it happens regularly, it is a fact that it is happening regularly. And it's a brutal thing for your business. So that is a brutal fact versus saying, I feel like we got a culture problem. Yeah. Right? I feel like I feel like the culture's a little off. That's not a fact. That's a feeling. That's an emotion. So sitting down and getting clear with what is true that could be detrimental or is going to be, if it's brutal, it's going to be detrimental to your business. And then working through those. And we use a process that EOS taught us called IDS. And that is identify, discuss, and solve. And what that is, is you identify what is the true issue? What is the real problem? Because a lot of times we can look at, um, uh, and I talk about this a lot, but uh, problems, uh, the symptom of the problem, right? And then the, and the, what is the real problem, right? Because a lot of times we try and solve symptoms, right? And that's why I like the fact because the fact is, but even when you get to facts, you have to be sure that that fact is actually the cause and not the symptom of it, right? Um, so that's the first one is, is what is the real problem? The second one is you 
discuss it. And again, if you don't have anyone to discuss it with, you just got to kind of write, you got to do a lot of writing, yeah, a lot of reflecting and writing. And then solve, this is a really important one, the essence solve. The, the solve is what do you do about it? And this is one that a lot of people miss, right? And they discuss stuff back and forth and then they go nowhere with it and nothing gets done. Every brutal fact that you want to solve needs to have an action step of something that actually gets done to solve that issue. Because if that doesn't happen, then you just wasted a half hour talking about it. So that's right. the third, that's the third part. So it's review the vision and mission values, set goals or rocks, we call them, and then you know, confront the brutal facts about your business, solve problems, and do it in a way that's gonna actually um, have action that's going to get those things resolved. Well, Vince, I want to actually talk about the solving the problems thing. Cause I think sometimes as a, as a gym owner and uh, you know, you kind of put these ideas in your head sometimes that something's broken when it's not actually broken, or sometimes you look for things to break almost. So how do you identify what's actually a problem? Like, I mean, aside from the trainers being like, that's kind of an obvious one, but what, how do you know what an actual problem is and one that you're actually like making up in your head. Right. And, and that's where I like, you know, when I talk about facts, that is where you really got to look at the data and I'm doing a lot of like more work into this. And I want to create some kind of a call or a course on knowing your numbers. Right. And I believe that most gym owners, and that's what I love about CEOs is we dig into the numbers and that's, you guys all have the courage to put your profit and loss statements in the document, which is like amazing. Um, but you know, that that's really where if you really want to know what's going on, the, the, the data needs to tell you that. So you can look at things like your scoreboard, which talks about the leading indicators, the leads, the how many sales and the conversion rate. Right. And then you can look at, you know, the financials. You can look at the profit and loss statement. You look at, uh, you know, how much free cash flow, your weekly revenue, all these metrics that are important. You got, but you got, you got to know your numbers. And the better you know your numbers, that is going to give you a lot of the answers to your problems. Because if you don't look at that, it comes back to what I said before. It's like, right, I feel like we got it. That, that's the biggest, that's the worst thing. And that's what we do a lot of times as emotional business owners. Like, I feel like we've got like this. No, 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 no. What does the data say? What is the data? There's, it's like the scoreboard for your business, right? If, there's a, if, you, if you look at your business like a basketball game, how do you know? you know, what, what, a, what a team should do. Well, you're down by 30 points. Like you got to start scoring more points, dude, or you're going to lose the game. Right. right. So that's how you got to look at it. So um, that, that is really how you really find what are the real problems is, um, you know, the, the data. And, and I will, will say this, the data really tells you, you know, where to look, but you can't blame numbers. 80%, write this one down, guys. If you're listening to this one at home, 80% uh, of, of business problems are people problems. That's the truth. Because the, the people and the systems drive the business. And so, like, if your leads are down, well, who's running your marketing? Yeah, who owns Not, that role? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's awesome, man. I think that that was really, really good. And I think that you guys listening to this, you know, I've been telling people this on my, on my videos, you know, don't just listen to what I'm telling you, go and take action on something. And I think that you listening to this need to take action on it and really set aside time to, and put it on the calendar every 90 days. Okay. I'm going to evaluate all these things and then, and work to improve it. This is how you get a bigger, stronger, better business that will ultimately get you more clients, make you more money and give you more freedom. Cause that's the goal, right? So I think that's what we need to do. Vince, I need you because I actually forgot the link that we want everyone to go to. I, <laughs> the simple link that we've been waiting for for oh. weeks from the tech nerds. Yes. No. So it's just Vince's free book.com. And go. if you go to Vince's free book.com, um, you'll get a, I'll ship you a copy of my book. It's you, you have to cover the shipping, which is like six, seven bucks. Um, but we'll ship it out to you and throw in some goodies. And there's also, when you go to the Vince's free book.com, um, you can either buy the book, um, or there's another option right after you go to checkout, um, to buy what's called my, uh, Vince's black box. And it's, and it's, a it's a bundle of books that you can get. It's a little more money, um, but you get a lot of stuff for it. So when you go to checkout, um, maybe, maybe look at that option too. Um, and that ladies and gentlemen is called an upsell. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Anthony and Vince, hopefully you guys take action on this stuff and we will catch you all on the next one. Peace.